Welcome to another episode of Optimum 7 Surge Sessions, our weekly e-commerce, digital marketing, and technology podcast. Hello, this week we will talk about web design. Uh, we get this question a lot from um, our clients. Most of the questions revolve around how much web design costs, if we really need to do a, a redesign, if we can take an existing template and use that. Uh, what type of design do, we, do I need to do for different types of platforms? If we are running a B2B lead generation site, it's going to be different from an e-commerce site. And if you're running e-commerce sites, an e-commerce site that offers 50, 60, $70 products will be different from a luxury e-commerce site that mm-hmm. might be selling $10,000, $20,000 worth of products. If you want to take the conversation offline and close the sale offline. It really depends on your operation and it really depends on what you are trying to push from a design standpoint. Also, do you need a rebranding? Do you need to start from scratch or do you need to optimize your brand because you recently raised money or you recently changed the name of your company? It really depends on these details. Mm So, Joe, what are the steps in terms of a design? How do we make a decision on if we need a redesign or not, or if we can use an existing template for a design on these different platforms. Obviously, you can get templates for 50, 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, for WordPress, you can get templates for a few hundred dollars to thousands of dollars on Shopify, BigCommerce, mm-hmm. Volusion. Yeah. How do we determine what needs to be done from a design standpoint? I think that taking a step back, we need to see if, does this company have any brand guidelines, mm-hmm. right? Do they, do they have brand guidelines in place that will then help us determine, okay, can we have this brand guideline implemented onto the site so that their brand consistency flows not only through the site, but also across other channels as well. Yep. And what a lot of businesses fail to do is they forget to, that, you know, they need brand guidelines. But most businesses do not have their brand Absolutely. Guidelines. And by brand guidelines, we mean the different types of fonts, the, diff- the logo, the colors that needs to be used. The brand guideline document is mm-hmm. a document that highlights all of these details. Mm-hmm. And most companies do not. So is the first step actually going after and creating a brand guidelines Absolutely. document? Absolutely. In my opinion, first step, you need brand guidelines. I don't care if you're a small business or a Fortune 100, you need brand guidelines. Because mm-hmm. again, that's going to help you later on down the road in a situation like this where you might need a rebrand. Now you can go back to the original playbook and see what needs to be updated and what needs to be changed. And going back to your question, you know, how do you determine if you need a rebrand or not? Mm-hmm. Again, look at the company itself did they change their product offering did they change their name mm-hmm. um you know are they trying to go after a completely different target demographic because all of those things influence how your brand should look and feel yeah. um across the web and most companies do a fresh brand guideline or rebranding mm-hmm. if they are repositioning their products if they are recently acquired by another company if they have merged with another company mm-hmm. or if they are basically seeing that they've been drowned dropping in marketing or dropping in sales and they have to do something about it. Uh, That's when people go after rebranding. Now, the difference between rebranding and a redesign is rebranding is rebranding everything, your logo, your fonts, your representation of your company from a design standpoint. Mm -hmm. A redesign 
could be just the website redesign that you have. So the first thing that you need to do is determine where you are today and what you are today. And as Joe suggested, that starts with a branding guidelines document. Let's say yeah. I have that. I mm -hmm. have my branding guidelines, my logo, my colors, my font, the different representations mm -hmm. and the different real estate I have in terms of you know business cards or, or stationery or website, my Facebook, mm -hmm. my Twitter. How does somebody determine if they need a website redesign or not? In my opinion, and again, this is mm -hmm. just, you know, my opinion, you know, I'm sure everybody has their own, but the way that I would look at it is in a, in a, almost from a conversion sense. Yeah. Is my website converting? If it's not, then yeah, I need to move things around. My user metrics might be poor. I, you know, they might be getting to a page and you know, the content on there just isn't placed where it needs to be. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that I would say, okay, yeah, not, you're going to need to redesign the way that this page is structured. Um, and again, you want that consistent structure throughout your entire site. So then that would constitute a redesign. Yeah. And what we do is when people come to us or when, when a prospect or a client comes to us and says, do I need redesign? The first thing we do is we'll do an audit for them. And mm -hmm. the audit is not really a design audit. It's a conversion audit. Yeah. It's a performance audit. We look at Google Analytics. We look at their current sites. We look at best practices and we say, well, you're mobile version is not yeah. responsive your calls to action do not show on a mobile website or we say if it's an e-commerce site you don't have trust building elements in your cart or in your checkout so this is definitely affecting your conversions and if you did a b c d your conversions could improve by 15 20 percent so this is what we do but when you talk about a redesign are you trying to improve slightly certain elements or do you actually want a completely different look and feel for your design? Now, if we talk about redesign, we talk about mock-ups and wireframes. Can you talk about that process a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So throughout that redesign process, you always want to start with wireframing. Mm -hmm. And essentially what that is, is how everything is going to be structured, mm -hmm. where everything on the page is going to be. Once that step is approved, then you can go into the mock-up phase, right? The mock-up phase is where you'll actually see some you know, visuals, you'll see some images that are placeholders, and then you'll see your color scheme implemented mm -hmm. onto, the, onto the site as well. And then it really all depends on the back and forth, because again, design is subjective. Yeah. What looks good to you might not look good to yeah. me. But overall, the reason why we look at it from a conversion standpoint is because we want to see and get the numbers of what looks best to the masses, yeah. not just, you know, an individual's opinion. Yeah. Um, but so once you get those design mock-ups approved, and again, there's going to be back and forth, then you can go into the actual development stages mm -hmm. of implementing that design. Mm -hmm. um, and then it's just about testing out how the user experiences using that new design and, and layout. Yep. Got it. So to recap, the process is we first ask the prospect what they like, what they're thinking about. We get the brand guidelines. We look at some of the brands and the websites they like. Then after that, we evaluate. We send a questionnaire. They respond to the questionnaire. We give them wireframes of what we think the structure of the site should look like. They approve the wireframes. Then we go into the Photoshop mockups. We give them for an e-commerce site, for example, we usually have homepage inner page, like a category page, product page, and checkout mockups. These mockups are on Photoshop and we review these. There are usually review sessions. We do anywhere from two to three review sessions, which means it goes back and forth two or three times. And then once they approve the mockups, we'll implement into the HTML, CSS. They'll 
We'll go through two review sessions there as well. We'll add the functionality and then we'll launch the site. Now, this is a complete redesign. In terms of pricing, obviously, you could go on Upwork and you could get somebody to say they do redesign for 500 bucks. What is a realistic number? How much should I spend on a redesign for my website? Yeah. So I think the first thing that you should come in, in you know, and have this in mind um, is like you said, there's back and forth, right? So therefore, I'm going to need to give you a retainer. It's going to, there's, there's going to have to be a, a set retainer in place mm -hmm. because of that back and forth. Mm -hmm. So, or I, would, I have to give you a set price and I have to limit the revisions. It, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, because again, it all comes down to how many hours is it going to take for this to get done? Correct. So if you can say, we only do two revisions, these are the amount of hours that we're going to spend on this project. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be able to give you a flat rate. And mm -hmm. that flat rate will most likely be anywhere for a WordPress, you know, like you said, lead generation five to ten page maybe site you're looking at thirty five hundred mm -hmm. uh to four thousand and mm -hmm. then for an e-commerce where again you're gonna have multiple inner pages you're looking at anywhere between eighty five hundred to you know fifteen thousand it really all depends yeah it depends on the details it depends on if there's a functionality now on the lower end this is if you are doing a redesign not a template customization we suggest that you don't spend less than five thousand dollars a lot of will think that that's a lot of money, but it really isn't, especially if you are doing, I would say, over half a million dollars or a million dollars revenue. Here is why. You can go with a company that charges $500, $750, but you're not going to get anything different and special. The most important element in a redesign process is the strategy and the fact that a couple of different experts in conversions, in e-commerce, in lead generation, look at your design from a conversion standpoint, and that's not going to be cheap. If you go and if you get a redesign for $500, $600, $1,000, and I'm talking about a redesign, not a retemplate, uh, you're not going to get the attention. You're not going to get the details that you require. So the whole concept of doing a redesign is for your brand to look better. So if you just do a redesign, I would say for less than $5,000, you're not going to be able to improve 99% of the time. Yeah, We've done redesign projects for 100000 plus dollars for higher education institutions, for universities, for e-commerce. But on average, like Joe stated, if you are not looking for functionalities, if you're not looking for 10 Photoshop mockups, a few Photoshop mockups and a few wireframes, you're looking at anywhere from, I would say, $6,000 all the way to $20,000 is a realistic number. Now we work with clients who want rebranding, who want new photo shoots, who want new creative, new videos. As you add those up, gets more and more and more expensive. We're just talking about the redesign process. Now, let's also talk about the platforms, Joe, mm -hmm. because we work with different platforms. WordPress is one. We work with Joomla before it's kind of dying out. We work with custom solutions. We work with Volusion, BigCommerce, Shopify, 3D Cart, and then the enterprise ones like Hybris, Sitecore, et cetera, et cetera. How does the platform make a difference in terms of redesign? When you're doing a redesign, why does the platform matter? Well, because they all have different limitations. Mm -hmm. um, different limitations and also just the way that they, they function are a little bit different. You can have a, a designer that, that knows how to you know design a simple WordPress site, mm -hmm. but he can't implement any of that HTML or CSS on 
on Shopify, got it, um, or or big commerce, or maybe he doesn't know how to do custom post types. On yeah, because exactly. So again, it's going to be very very different based on the platform. Um, so that's why you need an experienced mm-hmm. uh, team. Because ten years ago, you would say, "Oh, I'm a web designer." Mm-hmm. Well, what does that mean? Nowadays, it's not just a web designer who's on this project. You have a front end developer, a back end developer, UX UI specialist, marketing specialist, QA engineer. QA engineer. Yeah. So you have now a full team that needs to go through this entire process. Mm-hmm. It's not just one person that can handle a redesign. So having a team that ensures you that. You know, you're gonna have experts in the field that know how to work on each and every platform um, specific to that platform's needs. Mm-hmm. Um, because the way, again, that that's gonna be executed and implemented mm-hmm. is gonna be different based on the platform. Mm-hmm. And and that's exactly what we do. We like to start with an audit. We look at functionality. You might be a B2B, again, you might be a services company, mm-hmm. you might be an agency, you might be an e-commerce company, you might be a, a healthcare provider. It really depends on the usability metrics of your website. As Joe stated, all of this is integrated now. So from a design standpoint, it's not only about a design or it's not only about a redesign. You have to look at marketing, you have to look at functionality, you have to look at checkout, you have to look at Mm -hmm. the site metrics, and you have to look at the brand guidelines. So it's all together. What we like to do is we like to do an audit first, a design audit, a functionality audit, maybe a platform audit. And we go from there and it gives you better expectations in terms of what you have to do next. That's it for this week. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Optimum 7 Surge Sessions. Do you have a suggestion for a topic you'd like us to cover? Or simply have a question about one of the topics we have previously covered? Send us an email to info at Optimum7.com or visit our website, www.Optimum7.com.